everyone, and welcome back to the Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews. Hey, it's a tie guy. I know the song that we have in the beginning of the show is looking for action, but now if we're looking for horror. The One Dark Fright Gang is back. Tim Waverla, Ainsley Pompey, and Rebecca Kittner. Hi. Hello, guys. everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello. So, it's good to have all of you here at once. You know? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> last time we were all split up, it was now now we're like a full group here. Yes, and it's the first time we've had five three people. guests, five total yeah. people in podcast. You... So that's a first for us. I don't count. So it's, it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's just us, and that's... you're like outside looking through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Even though this is your idea, Ty. So do you want to talk about this idea that you came yeah, up with? Well, the Beer Store Memories was such a big hit for you guys. I thought, well, I know you guys like horrors. I thought, well, what are your favorite kind of casual horror movies you enjoy, or least favorite? And then I thought, oh. Let's uh let's run down a list. So, See, yeah. I thought this was a very tough assignment. Oh yeah, homework. As I was saying, yeah. Well, a little bit because I mean, the way I understood it was like favorite ones at first, and I was thinking, man, I could do a top hundred. You know, if you if that was the assignment, you know, I could do a top hundred. We we could break this down by year, by decade, by country. <laughs> like, there's so many ways. This you could, could do be part this. one of this of this idea. <laughs> maybe, but then you were saying like ones <laughs> that have maybe more of a personal connection to you. So I yeah. thought, okay, I think I can narrow it. Down. It was still hard, but I I I have a list, and and also I tried to avoid the obvious. Like there's ones that I could have said, but then I left out because I thought, well, maybe that's a little too obvious. So I tried to go a little bit off the beaten path with some of my choices so uh, well it'd be really interesting to see what everyone does okay so i guess we can just jump right into it with y'all y'all all said hi right so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yes <laughs> all right so i guess we could just jump right in yeah let's uh, do it so angela do you want to start yeah i can do that do you want me to just like talk about uh just name them all and then to like or how do you oh. want me to go into oh, no, it? I thought we would do like one each yeah. and okay. then kind of one each and go around like a one. round robin kind of thing where you okay. do you, yeah like you'll do your number five and then we'll move to whoever's going next and such as like that. Like okay. That makes sense. Um, I guess then, so we, you are having me do number five as like my, my bottom one, I guess. Is that what you want uh, me sure. to do? Yeah. Yeah. Do yes. order, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Work up to the number one. Yes. You got it. Okay. So I had mentioned earlier, there's like a few of these that are mainstays and then a couple of them kind of rotate in or out, in and out, just depending on, you know, when I had most recently watched them and, you know, how I'm feeling at the moment. But um, I kind of always have sort of the similar, a similar um, list of them. But for the f- number five, I put your next, which I think is controversial oh. because I think a lot of people really like it and a lot of people really hate that movie. Um, I, I guess I put that as number five. Like, you oh. did? Yeah, we have overlap. What the heck? <laughs> that, what are the wow. odds of that? Yeah. Nice. It, I, that's a great movie. It's, <laughs> and you have the soundtrack, right? Uh, yeah, I have it on record. Yeah. yeah so. oh. I don't oh. have the soundtrack, but I have the uh, Dwight Twilley band record that has the oh. song on oh. it. Oh. So <laughs> I have that, too. Yeah. So uh, for the magic. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I do have a Dwight Twilley album. I believe that is on it, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I put that one as number five, uh, just because that could be one that could kind of maybe come in and out, but I just, I always have fun when I watch it. And the very first time that I watched it, I actually shut it off because I thought the acting was so terrible. I'm like, this is awful. I don't like this at all. And then I gave it another shot and 
I was like, oh, this is this is really up my alley because I like home invasion movies. They're one of my favorites to watch because they could really happen. So, uh, yeah, I just I think it's a fun movie. I think the characters are extremely unlikable, except for Aaron, uh, the main character. And uh, you're rooting for her. And then at the end, you know, you you don't really know, like, does she does she get arrested? Does she make it? What well, you know, what what happens? So, yeah, that's my number five. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great choice. choice. It's, yeah, because there is a little bit of revenge slash, you know, survival in it as well. Right. So, like, yeah. and like action type of stuff. Because I think action movies are like horror movies because, you know, you get chases, you get glass shattering, you get, you know, <laughs> yeah. killing. You know, it's very similar. So, yes. Carnage. Mass carnage. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mass carnage. Okay. <laughs> um, and just speaking about that director, was it Adam Wingard? Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love the guest. I think The Guest oh, is one too. of the best movies movie. that yeah, that's one of the best movies that have come out like in the past, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. I just think it's really excellent. I think The Guest is a, like a step up from your next, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a great one. That that really is. It was a like a big moment to like see that movie. It was like, uh, this guy really knows what he's doing. And that's yeah. after, you know, after he had done the other ones. It's like, OK, this is something different. This is a really great movie. Yeah. So I, that's a fun watch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This my part my favorite part of the guess is when he's you know the rocket launcher is about to shoot at the house. He just kind of rolls his eyes like okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one has a great soundtrack too. It so. does. The music yeah. in that is great. Very yeah. well chosen. The soundtrack songs and and the score. Yes. That's a good one. Um. Okay. So who's next? Who You're next? next. You're next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You want to go, Rebecca? Or you want me to do yeah, it? Yeah, I guess I could go. So sure. I did not rank mine. Um, oh, okay. So in any particular order, because anyone who knows me knows that I am, I change my mind on a daily basis. So <laughs> I <laughs> I wrote down a list of probably like 20 movies. And then I'm going, okay, I guess this will depend on how I'm feeling on the day. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought about doing something similar, like a no particular yeah. order kind of thing. I get it. It's so hard. I don't know. I I change my mind, you know, depending on the mood I'm in that day. So my movies are in no particular order. Um, and so I'm still looking at my list going, okay, so what am I going to choose <laughs> for number five? Um, but I think what I'll go with is... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, I think right. I'll go with Killer Clowns for Matter Space. Oh, oh. Nice. That's a good choice. And so, yeah, I I like this movie. You know, it was a recent watch for me. I hadn't seen it until I was an adult. But, you know, what can I say? Like, why popcorn? I <laughs> love this movie. I think it's really fun. It's ridiculous and campy and the opening song by the Dickies is amazing. I was just going to say another great soundtrack. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those movies where if I'm in a bad mood, it'll put me in a good mood. Mooney is comical. Like I, you know, I just enjoy it and it's impossibly eighties. So that's, so what's not to love. Yeah. That's a good choice. Um, Yeah. That's a great one. It's just fun. That one. It is. That might be the theme that we see on this list because I think yeah, there's some fun choices fun. coming yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I told Rebecca yesterday like there might be a certain person who might be popping up. Um, just like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I would ask for more specifics, but I no. But if I say I, if I say you'll know, it's just like okay, all right. <laughs> so I coming up around number three. Yeah. 
Nice. Tim. All right. Coming up with uh, number five here. I didn't really rank mine either, but I, I can I can rank them in my head here. I think for number five, I'm going to go with not something fun. I'm going to go with frailty. <laughs> oh, OK. okay. Which, but that, again, a, a, a smart movie yeah. and a smart choice. I would yeah, say. I, I really like that one. I saw that in the theater when it first yeah. came out. I, I loved Bill Paxton and, you know, obviously R.I.P. He, he was yeah. the best. Um, and he was what drew me to want to see that in the theater. And I remember seeing it when I, you know, I don't remember what year it came out, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think a teenager, maybe my early twenties. I, I loved it at the first viewing. I was like, this is something unique. And again, it's Bill Paxton and it, it had its own little kind of its own little vibe. And it's another one of those religious horror movies. You know, I, I seem to gravitate towards those because they're super interesting and that that one really kind of deals with it really well and again bill paxton was just awesome and had his fingerprint all over that movie well he directed it right yeah yep yep um yep, good choice good choice yeah, he should have gone on to do more directing yeah uh, after that yeah sure. after that yeah so. just based on that it would have been great and i just love how that movie unfolds it just gets further and further and the, the two kids are great and yeah and he just goes to a bonkers place. It's it's it really is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I think it's sort of underrated. I mean, yeah, I agree. Ma- yeah, yeah. I agree. maybe people are coming to like to notice it now. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, I do think it's underrated. You know, just generally. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I with rented that. it. Yeah, I rented a, our a local video store called Tommy K's. Mm. Or was the best video? Either one. But it's like okay, I like Bill Pax. I like Powers Booth. All right, this mm-hmm. is going to be a mm-hmm. winner. And, yeah. Oh wait, it was. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know, a lot of movies like that kind of seem like that were maybe coming out around that time. There's a glut of sort of like, not that that was directed video, but movies in that vein. And so mm-hmm. I think it maybe got a little bit lost in the shuffle. But I do think it's it rises above what people might think it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think it's easy to market a religious horror movie either. You know, right. it's, I think that's one of those things that it doesn't seem like it's fun. So, yeah, it comes out in this, like you said, in the glut of other movies of it that are kind of like it. But, yeah, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle because of that. But, yeah, it, I'm happy if it, it is getting a reevaluation that definitely it definitely deserves it. Yes. Yes. All right, Ty. Well, you I got? said you're next, which is number five. <laughs> oh, right. That's funny. right. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because I originally put Evil Dead 2. I thought, well, oh. I just think. No, no, I'm going to do your next because oh. it's very, just as you mentioned before, highly underrated. Plus, that's more like action esque stuff right, to right. it. Right, so. right. It's more like up your alley. Yeah. Um, so I can go right to yours, Brett. Okay. So, my number five is a movie called Oily Maniac, Ooh. which uh, is a Hong Kong movie. <laughs> and I be- it's uh, the, I believe the Cantonese title is Yu Gui Zi. And it's uh, from 1976. And it's directed by Meng Hua Ho. And um, it's a Shaw Brothers movie, and it has all you know Hong Kong actors that people may know, like Danny Lee, who no. if you <laughs> if you know about um, um, Hong Kong movies, that's a name that you might know. But anyway, um, I bring this up because I have it on VCD, and mm-hmm. so I got this at Chiller Theater, the convention that actually oh. came up in the last uh, <laughs> podcast we did with Ainsley. And there were these sellers of VCDs. So for people that don't know, it's sort of it was a format that was big in Asia that it's it's somewhere in between a VHS and a DVD. And um, the movie is split. It's like it's on a CD, like it looks like a CD or a DVD, but it's on two parts. So every movie that comes out is 
in two parts with like a flipper case and um fan of the show and friend the fountain man we would always kind of laugh but not in a mocking way but just we'd kind of joke about <laughs> oily maniac like just that was just kind of a funny title and um the description on imdb i'm just going to read this a cripple takes revenge on criminals by using a magic spell that transform that transforms him into an oily monster slash superhero <laughs> hmm, that's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> perfect response um so for all those reasons, my number five is Oily Maniac. Potential future podcast, yeah. Tonight, yeah, yeah. maybe? <laughs> Why am I just hearing of this? Right? Um, I, I I live to give suggestions to people. So if I can turn you guys on to Oily Maniac, anyone who might be listening, I've done my job for, for today. You live to give. I, that's true. I live to give. That's like Homer Simpson said in that episode. Yeah. I live to give. Now, can you watch that format on a regular DVD player? Or do you have to have something specific for it? Um, I, you know, you don't have to have a special player for it. It should play on most DVD players, even though I feel like I've tried them on some and they didn't work. Uh-huh. But um, most DVD players should play them. But you might be able to find it on another format now. Like that was back right. kind of in the early 2000s. There should be a DVD floating around there, or maybe something digital. So you don't have to see it on VCD. But just generally, I think it kind of depends on your player. Nice. That's interesting. I didn't know that. So we, I also live to educate. So, yes. (laughs) okay, so I believe we've come back around and we're back to Ainsley. Yeah. So my number four is Green Room. Um, (laughs) Not a upbeat film by any means. Uh, I saw that one in the movie theater and I remember I was just I felt that um, tent that it's such a tense movie and it's kind of anxiety inducing because you're like are they going to get out are they going to get them um and I felt that the whole time that we were watching it my husband and I in the theater and so I was just like you know I don't I don't feel like I don't experience that too often um so yeah that that's my number four I I uh, I love Anton. Um, it's unfortunate that he's no longer here either. But um, and then Patrick Stewart and uh, I'm not like really big into punk, but I like some of it. So I, I like the music in that too. And um, yeah, I, again, it's another one of those movies that's kind of like uh, an invasion film in a way. And so I, I just really enjoy that one. And I could watch that one at any time. Well, let me ask you a question. Since this is at the I don't know if this is something that'll be like at the forefront of your mind, but you know how they they find this place that they go to play their show at by talking to this guy who's like interviewing them. If you yes. remember in the beginning of the movie, uh-huh. in your opinion, do you think that guy, the interviewer, knew the sort of death trap that the place would be, or he was just totally unaware and he just didn't know and he was innocent and all this? Or do you think he just? What do you think the interviewer's role was and all that? I don't think he knew. I mean, I think he was obviously aware that it had some sort of kind of like neo-Nazi ties in a way, which I know Mm -hmm. is unfortunately um, the case with some of these punk venues. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think he knew it was at the level that it was, because I think if I remember correctly, it's been a little bit since I've watched it. But isn't he the brother of the guy that was trying to like turn uh and get out of that um get out of being a neo-nazi and i think if i remember correctly um that's the connection with them but i don't think the interviewer knew that it was 
what it was. Honestly, okay. he he seemed like he was innocent, in my opinion. Yeah, that's kind of what I think too. But it, it that could go either way. Yeah, you know, it could. You know, so that to me, I thought was an interesting part of that movie. I don't even know if that was done on purpose, as right. Me, but I, I, it was just something that I remember thinking about when I saw the movie. So that'd be interesting to see what other people think. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that's, you know, it's one of those that I'm like, is that classified as a horror? Is it classified as like a thriller? You know, it's one of those I feel like could kind of go either way too, but I I consider it a horror because I think it's horrifying. So. Well, there's certainly, the band is certainly in a horrifying situation. Yes. Um, And like, which gets more and more horrifying as the movie goes on. Right. All right. You always see Patrick uh, Stewart as the villain. Um, Right. Usually just playing classic Picard. But it's like, <laughs> yes. he's in some other movie. It's, in, it's uh, it's called Dad Savage. Never seen it, but he plays like another one of these like weird villain types. Okay. And then it's from the '90s. It's supposed to be like kind of Tarantino-esque. So uh-huh. like, <laughs> that's all I know. All I know is that uh, it looked kind of similar to his role in Green Room. And wasn't he in a western called like King of Montana or something like that? Oh, it's like based on King Lear or so, like oh. King of Texas. So oh, like, yeah. yeah, we know that story. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, Everybody knows well, that one. Shut my mouth. Um, okay, so Rebecca is next. Rebecca is next. Okay, and oh, and I wanted to oh, mention. So I know somebody else mentioned this that I left off all of the major movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, did the same. I, yeah. I, you know, I feel like those were that goes without saying that those are some of my favorite movies. Like, you know, and. Also, those change. <laughs> yeah. Change our dime. Yep. All right. So let's see. So for number four, I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead. Mm, nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, an, a horror comedy. I like the kind of dry wit, you know, British humor that's in it. I think Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have like really great chemistry in that movie. And yeah, it, I some of the quotes that are in that movie just kind of live rent free in my head. So, yeah, that's one of my one of my favorites. I anytime I watch it, I'm like, this is a movie that I could just always go for. And aren't they watching it in Scream Four? Like, there's a scene in Scream Four where yep. they're watching it on so. the screen. Yeah, yep. I I don't remember which they don't want which ones they don't want to uh, records they want to break. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. I can't I can't remember what they are, but yeah, he's like, no, not that one. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Yeah. I can just watch that over and over again. Not that one, not that one. It's just, yeah. He's, and they're putting like, them back and they just talk about how valuable they are when he got them. And I'm like, yeah, I feel that. Like, no, not that one. Yeah. It's like if you threw your VHS or DVDs at these zombies. It's like, no, not that one. <laughs> That's limited edition, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could throw a tape at a zombie if that's a rare tape. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Hopefully, don't we, we feel the position. pain that we're like, no, don't throw that one. Yeah. Don't throw it. I know, it's painful. No, I can't get that back. Um, eBay wasn't around yeah. like, <laughs> as much. Well, I guess it was, but... <laughs> um, all right, so, Tim. Yeah. I'm going to switch it up and go with something fun here as well. And I'm going to say number four for me is Tremors. Oh, Tremors. Yeah. 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 And that is just pure fun. And the rare daytime horror 
that you don't see too too regularly. Right. And, you know, I, I'm sure there's a question, is that horror? It's not, not very horrific, but it's a creature feature. So, you know, I, I think of it as, you know, technically a horror movie. But, yeah, it's that one's just so much damn fun. And the the characters they wrote and this the location, the, the perfection, it was just like the population's like, you know, less than 20 it the perfect location to set this movie and then just the, the right amount of humor going through it and again it's like it's jaws on land which right. like yeah if you told that to somebody they'd be like well that's not that great We're like we'll watch it it's actually way better than just a simple description like that it's awesome how about the sequels how do you feel you know, about them i'm not too i'm not up on the sequels all that much um i actually caught tremors a little bit later in life myself we used to pick on my dad for watching that all the time. And now I have to kind of eat those words because it's great. Um, yes. But You're yeah, I'm like a graboid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have not caught up with the sequels. I know there's a bunch of them and that there's really only like with Reba McIntyre and the uh, Michael Goss is the only gross, I believe. Kind of gross, I think they yeah. give Michael Gross more of like a prominent role in some of the later ones. I, I yeah, haven't seen him is. either, but. You know, yeah, it's, it's most of them to Michael Gross, uh, you know, vehicle, but it's fine. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he wanted to do something different. One. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, he's great in the first one. And, and he's just another one of those characters of like these really off the wall, like this couple that has a stockpile of, you know, military grade weapons and all this stuff is like they just added enough humor in there to be like, well, it's ridiculous, but it's also fun and super entertaining to watch. Now, do you have the arrow? blu-ray of this with all the extras and things is that something oh, you're interested in yeah all the bells and whistles yeah, yeah. I, I i grabbed the the limited edition when it came out um was it year, two years ago i think <laughs> it's yeah it sounds about right yeah 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 absolutely and it looks great again it's daytime horror that you, you don't see too often it's yeah it, it looks fantastic so yeah definitely have that one okay ty well, I picked um, – well, first, before I mention that, like I'm looking at all the Tremors sequels right now. Mm. So there's Tremors 2, Aftershocks, Tremors 3, Back to Perfection. Then they made the TV show. Mm. And oh, then yeah. there was – yeah, from 2003. Yeah. That's right. And then they made Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. You know, <laughs> I'm assuming the Tremors 1 is The Legend Begins. <laughs> no, yeah. well, you're wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's That's Tremors why they had 5. to get to that fourth yeah. one. They're like, no, yeah. you don't know the whole story. Yeah, I love when they do that. It's like, okay, this is the first one. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they yeah, do that I mean, a lot. I mean, that's the whole idea behind a prequel. I mean, they did that yeah. with Texas Chainsaw. With, I mean, with that one, I, what was it? It's just called Leatherface, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like Leatherface is a kid. Right. And Steve Dorff. Right. Yeah, I, right. I don't well, call him also, Steven. They said, what, the Texas Chainsaw at the beginning? They said, yeah, the beginning. Yeah. So they always yeah. do. It's like, there's that new one, Orphan First Kill. It's mm-hmm. like, well, well, wait. So, I thought Orphan was the first. Kill. You are wrong. <laughs> You're wrong again. But yeah, uh, well, that's what they want us to know. My favorite one of those is when The Last Exorcism of Emily Rose Part 2 came out. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be the last one if there's a part. I love what it is. That never-ending story Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't end. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, Ty, you might have to correct me or anyone could correct me because I usually get this wrong. But The Haunting in Connecticut, oh, Ghosts yeah, of New Orleans. The Haunting in Connecticut 2, The Ghosts of Georgia. Okay, so that's confusing. I mean, that is. So, um, but anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, well yeah. There's also Tremors Five Bloodlines, and then there's uh, Tremors Six: A Cold Day in Hell, and then <laughs> the most more. latest one, keep going. Tremors Shrieker Island with John Heater and Michael Gross. 
So. Oh I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I own like all of them except oh. for a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, it's only just because my, my husband had bought one of those like quite a while ago, one of those like DVDs that has like all oh, of the yes. films on it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've only seen the first one, but I do own the majority of them. <laughs> it's so well, hard to watch, like time to watch Tremors 4. It's like, okay. yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's hard to slot that into your life. I get it. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, you, you own them. You could watch them whenever you want. One day you're yeah. just going to have to sit down and say, you know what? Today's the day. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Summer's uh, day. So, yeah. Oh, my choice. Yes. Um, I <laughs> I picked Phantom of the Opera, the Robert England version. Ooh, oh, OK. Yeah. Nice. Because it's something it was so well made, so well acted. It didn't even need all the gore. It was just so well done. So, but this is pretty good. I avoided for a long time. I don't know why. And then I watched it last year, two years ago. Like, okay, this is pretty good. I have to recommend it to everyone. Yeah. I remember when yeah. you watched that and you thought, wow, this is better than anyone might think. Um, and it is. You know, it's done very well. You know? um, and I remember the box art where it's sort of like Robert England as Freddy almost with the Freddy yeah. makeup. Yes. But also with this Phantom of the Opera mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that box art. Def- I definitely remember that. I have not seen the movie, but I vividly remember that box art. Yeah. It really stood out at the video store. So like, yeah. Well, it's like two great tastes that taste great together, I suppose, is one way of putting it. But, um, but yeah, it's like so, yeah. Cup. exactly. Um, so yeah, no, that was that's an interesting choice. Oh, oh thanks. Yeah. I like the way the cover art for the yeah. Blu-ray says Robert England was Freddie. Now yeah. Now he's back as Phantom of the Opera. Like like, he's, yes. he's gone beyond that to go back in the past to something that came out before. Right. <laughs> kind of like what we're well, saying. It's almost like a prequel in some ways. This is kind of what they're hinting at. You know, I love you know, it. Yeah. Frederick might be coming back on my list. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Frederick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Frederick Krueger. It's like someone that's uh, his full birth name. Yes. No, like, no I, one I, ever I, mentions. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, as far as my number four, I am picking Blood Beat, which is Ooh. a movie from 1983. It's directed by. It. Oh, you should. You should. It's on Blu-ray now. Okay. Um, it's directed by a man named Fabrice Ange Zafferatos. Of course. Um, okay. um, so <laughs> I, I'm picking it because when we were going to Video Seven, which was a mom and pop video store, mm. it, it was there as a big box, and it stood out and you know video seven is kind of a special place uh, it's it's like a very small it's like a house almost like you're going to someone's house and um and it was there and their horror section was really interesting and um that stood out and i loved it because mm-hmm. it's so weird it is incredibly bizarre it's like you know how when like certain european directors come to america and they kind of there's like a cultural difference and it, their interpretation of America is, would be very different from an American director. Mm. That's kind of what's going on here. It's um, and once again, I will read the description because this is not something I could easily describe, but according to IMDb, it's a young woman accompanies her boyfriend to his family's rural Wisconsin home for Christmas, where the spirit of a Japanese samurai begins wreaking havoc on them. <laughs> um <laughs> And that's just the start of what happens. So it's 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 you just have to see this. It's it's bizarre. It's hallucinogenic. It's odd. It's weird, like European transposed onto American um, values. And 
it, I believe it demands to be seen. And so that's why I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised when vinegar syndrome actually released it on Blu-ray. Um, but I'm picking it because I love the movie. I love how weird it is. And because I originally found it at this small video store called video seven. What did you buy the tape at video seven? Um, I did not buy the tape, but oh, I don't remember. W- when I rented the tape, I had a friend of ours burn it onto a DVD. Oh, so, that's right. Because yes. I just had to have this in my. Collection. I remember that now. Yeah. And then you know, it disappeared when a, a certain gang of Canadians came in and yes. bought all the <laughs> bought yes, all yes. these tapes. According to the owner, who were kind of yeah. friendly with, he's like, "Oh yeah, these Canadian guys they came in, they bought all of our horror VHS." So when when that happened, it went out the door, but I don't care personally because now I have the Blu-ray, but that, so that's kind of the origin of Bloodbeat and my personal love for that movie. I'll add that one to my list. (laughs) Oh yes. I would recommend (laughs) it to anybody. I I don't remember. I don't remember a whole lot, but just the synopsis enough. Like I have, so I'm on Letterboxd. I have it logged on Letterboxd as I've seen it. That's, the only evidence I have in my brain that I've seen it is that I logged it on Letterboxd. So I don't actually 100% remember the movie. But now I feel like I need to go back and watch it again. <laughs> I and do think I it's too kind of remember that movie. When you're saying it, I'm like, ah, yes, I remember the samurai. Because yeah. I remember being like, what is happening in this movie right now? So, I mean, that is the feeling. Like, yeah. off the wall that I yes. was like, interesting. I forgot the name of the movie, but I remember watching it so that now I know, Bloodbeat. I remember the same thing. Like, wait, what the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> if you like feeling that way when you watch a movie, then sure, then you will <laughs> like this movie because it's you will feel that way, but not in a bad way. You're just kind of quizzically wondering how this came to be. Who are these people? How did someone have this idea? It's 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 a puzzle. Um, so I enjoy. Why is it like a French director in Wisconsin directing movie about the spirit of a samurai? Like, why is this even happening? So. Yeah. That's what I like about it. It's a good one. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> going back around the horn, Ainsley. Right. Yes. So uh, my top three are a little bit more probably common. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. So initially I was gonna say my next one was gonna be a nightmare on Elm Street, mm. but because that is kind of more of a common one, I'm actually gonna go with the uh, sequel, Freddy's Revenge, because oh. I I don't know what it is about that movie. I just really enjoy it. And um, I know people kind of had mixed feelings about that one, too. But uh, there's just something about it that I that I love. It's just so ridiculous. And it's unfortunate that, you know, the the main actor felt like, you know, um, he was portrayed in a, a way that he didn't want to be portrayed at that time. But I just I really enjoy it. And I feel like that's the last film in the whole like series where Freddy is actually still like scary. He gets very like goofy uh, in the third one going forward. I feel like so. No, I agree. Yeah. I like that, that you pointed that out. Cause that, yeah, that's true. It's where he, he, it was before the wisecracks. Yes. Um, So yeah, initially I would probably say I, I, prefer the first one but like if if we're gonna step outside of the box a little bit then I'm, I'm gonna go with freddy's revenge because i just i don't know i've always just had a soft spot for that movie so sure. the opening scene is definitely a killer where, it, yes. where they're on the bus and then 
chaos ensues. Because that could happen. Because when we're on, <laughs> sure we're, could. We're on yeah. school buses back then. Oh, yeah. God, that's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I actually, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think I saw mm-hmm. that one before the original film because it was it was on TV. And I remember seeing that opening scene and it's stuck with me since then. So yeah. Oh, it, it will. The younger yeah. you are, the more it'll stick with you. Right. Yeah. All right. I like it. Any, anything else anyone wants to say? Well, I, my Frederick will be coming up. <laughs> right, right. Frederick will come back. <laughs> multiple, yeah, he'll, he'll multiple entries from old uh, Fredericks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frederick, I, don't know, I don't know his middle name, but it's probably like James or something. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Frederick James Kruger. Yeah. yeah. So right. it's like. <laughs> now we're just making stuff up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah might as well. Uh, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, why not? All right. So number three, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you guys and I'm still looking at my list of like 20 movies. <laughs> well, I, I felt the same way. Like I said, it, it, it was so hard. terrible. So terrible. Uh, okay. Nah. So I'm going to go with number three. I'm going to go with Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, Ooh, yes. Um, that I, I mean, you can sense a theme with the movies that I'm going with. They're kind of funny, uh, kind of ridiculous. I mean, he can sing, he can dance, he can play guitar, he, he drills things. Like, <laughs> what's not to like about him? He's the total him? man. He's, he, he's the total package. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember watching that movie for the first time and being like, what did I just watch? But then the more I thought about it, the more I really liked it. And then I've liked it even more every time I've watched it. And it's one of those movies that I just find so entertaining. And I really like him. Like, I think the driller killer is just hilarious. And, you know, even though I don't want to be murdered, I feel like it'd be okay. As long as I got like a song and dance out of it. You know? So it'd be worth it. You're saying it'd be worth it. You know, not every killer does that. So no, very few, very few, very so. few. You know, I feel like it'd be okay. No, no, and Jason I think we mentioned Atanas on the last time we talked. Oh, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, because yep. we were talking about him being the son of someone. Little Caesars yep. or whatever it was. <laughs> it, it was something <laughs> like that. It literally is something like that. I think it, it is. It's like <laughs> yeah. Papa John's, Little Caesars. I think it's Little Caesars. Yeah, well, no wonder he went pizza. insane and started killing people. It was Little Caesars. It wasn't like, you know, Domino's. <laughs> uh, that would be a, an interesting movie in itself there'd be some sort of war oh, between gosh. the pizza let the, chains let the, let the dominoes fall it could be yeah. like um what's that um intruder i think it's called where they're in the grocery store mm-hmm. yes yeah. yep it could be like that yep, yep. Um, okay oh i'd want to cut you off but is is there more that people wanted to add to that is that the movie where like they're trying to say that a failed musician, if he would turn to a murderer, would perform first before killing. <laughs> that, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from that movie. Yes. Or yeah. it could be more like a um, terror on tour situation where, mm. um, you know, with the clowns, if you guys are yeah. familiar with that, um, who are like a kiss type band who dress in clown makeup and people are dying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good description. I mean, yeah. I mean, that that is basically what it is. Directed by Don Edmonds, the guy who made Ilsa. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure where I'm going. Oh, yeah, because it was music related. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Tim? Yeah. All right. For my number three, I'm going to go with a little bit more 
action thriller horror. Mm. I'm gonna say it's I saw the devil. Ooh, that's I, I've so never good. seen that. It's yeah. so good. It's excellent. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I believe it's it, Korean. It's Korean. Yeah. Yep. Korean. Yep. And yeah, so it's like a cat and mouse game, and it's between a, a like a special agent uh, for like a secret service kind of um, position that he's in, and the serial killer. That uh, it's no spoilers. It's the beginning of the movie. Takes someone from his life, and it begins like this whole long back and forth with he's the agents trying to get back at him and he's playing it like a game of catch and release with this very brutal serial killer through the whole movie and it's like uh who's going to wind up being the bigger monster by the end of the movie and it mm. it goes to some crazy places yeah yeah Ty, you've that seen one. that right i've seen it, i saw it a long time ago but i also saw it back to back with the movie they called the chaser so yep, i, I like that one too yeah, yeah. and and that was really good too. So I guess sometimes I get a little mixed up in my head because I watched them right next to each other. Probably was not mm. the best idea. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number, oh, it's number three. Oh, okay. So I have Nightmare on Elm Street three, uh, oh. Dream Warriors, oh. only because of, because of Dawkins. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now so, two Dawkins songs. Two. Yeah, that's yep. the thing. You get two Dawkins. You, you get the Dream Warriors, Dream Warriors, and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> but then you get Patricia Arquette and she's blasting into the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Great. This is this is great. This and then there's the good music video. I think Freddie does not sing any of the lyrics, though, but he's there. <laughs> he's but there. Yeah. But it is a great yes. video because they kind of yeah. recreated parts, yeah. you know, except yeah. with Dawkins in. Yep the situations yeah. um but hi so you know yeah. in in certain yes. versions of the i believe it's the vhs yes. they took out they took out the docking songs yes you, you know was, i cried um it's like <laughs> well just so really? if you would, it, i'm so yeah. happy you said that i've been yeah. saying this for years i'm like yeah. this movie did not open with that docking song when yeah. i first saw it no it didn't yeah. and then the scene where patricia arquette is listening to the radio it's another song yeah, yeah, it's into the fire. So it's into the fire. Well, no, yeah. that's what it should be, and that's, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But there is a version where it's not. So if you had seen those versions, you you probably wouldn't be talking about this movie right now because there would if it was docking free. That's oh, yeah. interesting. I'm, I have the the third one on VHS, and now I'm curious. Is it just the VHS, like all VHS? That I, I, no, well, interesting because there's a sticker on front that says now includes Dokken. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, because the version before that didn't. No, so I, yeah. it's not every VHS version. It's I think it's just like the first run of the VHS. I think I need to look and see what I have. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You want if you don't have the Dokken version, then you should get it, and you'll have both versions. There you go. Nice. Um, I'm so happy to have that confirmed. That's been in yeah. my head for so many years. I'm like, <laughs> when I was a kid, man, this was not the opening song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I'm going off track a little bit, but that's the same way it is with um, 16 Candles too. Like when mm. they play a version on TV versus another version, the music is different because I'm like, I don't remember that because I remember like the Divinals song that right. plays uh, Ring Me Up. There's like a point like uh, several different um, songs are not played in another version. And when I saw that, I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> it's funny when they do that music replacement. I can think of two other examples of that, too. There's Last American Virgin. Oh, like, OK. Because you know, that has a great soundtrack, too. And then uh-huh. there's a version of Last American Virgin with different songs. And um, also uh, Bosom Buddies, you know, oh. the show Bosom Buddies, and it starts yeah. with a Billy Joel song. There's a yes. version with another song and it's okay. really weird. It's like the same mm-hmm. opening, but with like this different song. It just looks really weird. Huh. And, that's strange. Yeah. So it's all about the rights and boring yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, but it is interesting that they 
do that? What do they think people won't notice or that they don't care? I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm supposed to be rocking with docking over here. Why am I <laughs> yeah. not here? As, as we all are. <laughs> we need our docking. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so that was your turn, Ty. Okay, so it's my turn. I'm going well, a little bit to, more. To quote one more docking sure. song is I rock with docking until the living end. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've seen them live before, and oh. I'm very disappointed to say they didn't. He didn't play uh, Dream Warriors. What? Oh, I can't. I, I, I'm speechless again. Very, very, <laughs> very bummed about that. Did they play Into the Fire? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they play uh, on <laughs> Breaking the Night. Oh. <laughs> Breaking the Chains. Uh, yeah. Chain the Night. Yeah. Yep. It, it, this was a long time ago. I forget. They were opening for like. Poison or something like that. I feel like chains. <laughs> yeah, they're breaking the chains. There's uh, unchaining yeah. the night. They're they're always unchaining something. They felt, they felt very constricted in the 80s. Yeah, they know? are. <laughs> well, isn't that what happens in the video where George Lynch like breaks yes. off the wall? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's what we had. So it's it's what like, we had. Yeah, thankfully, it. we still have it. <laughs> um, now, for mine, I'm going a little more mainstream, and I'm doing a tie. But you'll see oh, why. It's oh, oh, fan- oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're the movie I'm talking about. That's oh, yeah. Just bizarre. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's Phantasm 1 and 2. Ooh, oh, I like okay. it. Yeah. Very nice. Love Phantasm. I love Part 2. You know, it, it's a little different, but it carries over that same surrealistic vibe that I love. So you might notice a theme in my yeah. choices, which is the which is the surrealistic tone of the movies. Like that to me is one of the best things about horror movies or what you might call fantastic movies is you don't have to follow the rules of reality. You can bend the rules of reality. You can have it be more dreamlike. And that's what the phantasm movies, at least the first two do to perfection, in my opinion. Um, so it's like the, the first one I think is a masterpiece in its own right. But then the second one brings it into the eighties. It keeps the surrealism, but it seems to have more of a budget behind it. And, um, so I always love the phantasm, uh, certainly the first two. Um, and so that's why I have chosen those as my number three. three. So do you, what about the sequels? They want to, want like the sequels or just the first two? I've seen the sequels up to a point, but I don't remember liking them as much as the first two. I think the first two are gold that mm-hmm. then they kind of start to diminish a little bit from what I remember. I think I've only seen the first, second, and the third, and how many are there five now? Or are there? <sighs> well, I think I there's, think so. fan- yeah, there's five. There's like phantasm. It came out in like 2000. I don't remember uh-huh. the title, but it was like Phantasm, like the burning or something. Mm-hmm. Well, there's right. Oblivion with Oblivion IV or part four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oblivion. Yeah. And then there was Phantasm Ravager, Ravager. which I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Me neither. Yeah, I hear good things, but I haven't got to it. But I just remember from the third one, because if you remember, we talked about this, I think it's the preview channel, right. you know, the uh-huh. scrolling the scrolling guy in the 90s yeah they used to show the phantasm 3 trailer on the you know top left of the screen it's like whoa what's that <laughs> spinning ball <laughs> and then you know, little kids like oh what's that spinning mom mom and it's like <laughs> I, I, i'm that. sure you asked mom that <laughs> but, i don't know but, <laughs> but that is kind of interesting how you know the the horror icons we know and love like the freddies the jasons you know they were if not human but humanoid whereas the ball is like an unhuman 
killer. How do you stop something like that? Right. You know, so to me, that's an interesting innovation in the world of horror, that it wasn't someone with a head and arms and legs and a body. It's like a spinning ball that is mm-hmm. unstoppable and will drill you. Like, how do you get around that? Yeah. I guess you can use a baseball bat if you're quick. <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, that's good timing. Yeah. Well, if you have a if you have a piece of wood and just have it fly into the wood, it gets stuck in the wood. You know, it's yeah. just kind of boom. So you right have to in always then... carry around a big piece of wood with you. That's it. You <laughs> that's it. Well, anytime you go into a funeral home, I don't know about you guys, but I carry it with me. That, you know. We have to watch out for Angus Scrim. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who's brilliant? I mean, he's yeah. so he great. Is. That's a great. Inc- I almost had Phantasm on my list. That's I, I really love that one too, and I, I agree that the the first two really have like a vibe and a tone yeah. to them. I, yeah, I I haven't caught up with the rest of them, but the first two are definitely solid. And Reggie Bannister was at a Chiller convention. Um, nice. Did you, so, wait, did you did you see him or? I, I saw him. I didn't like meet him or anything but it's, oh, okay. that's the thing that these conventions there's someone who's kind of like they're just standing right there you know yeah. it's yep. <laughs> it's like there he is there's reggie banister it's like i didn't really interact with him at all but there he was because um, yeah some of the phantasm people do hit the convention circuit yeah yeah which is cool yeah and it, it is kind of wild to just be like uh there's the guy that i've been watching in that movie for <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. decades yeah. he's just standing right there yeah, yeah it's weird it's it's it, in a good way but yeah it's very kind of a weird phenomenon you, yep. you gotta love his name too reggie banister he's like mm-hmm. there's no one's really named tommy ceiling you know yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> well Ty, you're forgetting my friend tommy ceiling that I oh, okay oh yeah, yeah. But, but besides him you're right yeah. okay uh, jimmy carpet was he president in the 70s just picture he has fish in his uh in his shoes there <laughs> <laughs> well that was big back then we all had that um, I, so you take off the shoe and you feed it and then you put your shoe back yeah, on I don't know, I don't how does that work i you know. um but on that note um ainsley uh, what is your choice for- uh, so my uh, Top two are probably not going to be any surprise, but um, my next one is Evil Dead 2. Um, I just, it's I mean, what what can you say about it? It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's so much fun. It fits in the tone with a lot of the other movies that have come up today. It has that fun popcorny tone, you know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's such a great movie. I mean, it is Evil Tie. You almost picked it. I almost picked it, but I picked something ridiculous instead. So it's like even more ridiculous. But I can see why you picked it, because this is a yeah. it's it's a movie you watch, I think, as you get into horror. I think that's a lot of people exactly. have fond memories of it, you know, because yeah. you watch it almost towards the be- I think most people, maybe not everyone, I, that's but you how watch I, towards, that's how I towards started the beginning of your horror too. journey, you know. Yes. So I think people yeah. look back on it fondly. I, I remember agree. I remember doing that, going to the theater, so I was like, okay, I've heard this Evil Dead 2 movie. I'm going to rent it. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember when I first saw it, I saw all three of the films back to back. And uh, I was confused when I saw it because I'm like, is this the same movie that I just watched? And then <laughs> it is up to a point and then it's not. So, um, yeah, I, I like that one. It's fun. Well, that's true. It is. It does kind of take the first one, then kind of just expands and builds upon it. Right. takes in different directions so yeah that was an interesting approach rather than have it be like a halloween halloween 2 kind of thing where it continues on it kind of like overlaps and then goes in another direction well we had actually our first podcast that we recorded was kind of 
comparing Evil Dead, the Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. And the reason why they did that was is because they didn't have the rights to their own movie of the oh. Evil Dead. And so they wanted to start the second film with a short like sort of synopsis of the first just to get, get everybody up to speed, I guess. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, there, there was a reason why they did it that way. And it, it would be confusing maybe if you had, you know, it was your first watch or whatever. But yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Well, and when, and certainly when you put it in that context, it makes sense. Right. Well, and it's super confusing because if you're thinking this is a sequel and you're mm-hmm. watching the very beginning, you're like, why is this guy going back to the house? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great time. <laughs> the first time. Number one, you're like, this guy seems very happy to be taking this girl back to this house when he just barely survived the last movie, if he did it all. So yeah, that part to me, I was like, why is he doing this? But yeah, <laughs> that makes way more it's sense. A, it's, a, it's a summer cabin. It's a timeshare. <laughs> yeah, time yeah. Use it or lose it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Bruce Campbell had said that he basically calls it like a, a requel because it's like sort of a remake, but it's like up to a certain point. But then it's a sequel. So I think oh. it's like the I don't remember if we figured out exactly like how many minutes into it, but it's just, you know, a few minutes in and then it goes into the the sequel part. So, yeah, I think that's a good way of saying it. Requel. I don't yeah. remember hearing that. But, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. Okay, I think it's now time for Tim. Oh, I think it's Rebecca. No, no, Rebecca. 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 Sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. So, Evil Dead Two would have been on my list, but that I, I made a list of all the movies that I was omitting, and <laughs> Evil Dead franchise was on there, so no Evil Dead Two for me. Um, gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I am gonna go for number two. I'm gonna go with The Fog. Oh. Nice. That's, um, a That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. So very atmospheric movie. It's one of my go-to comfort movies. <laughs> um, besides in the beginning, there's some loud openings, but you know, other than that, it's a very chill movie. And who doesn't like Adrian Barbo and Tom Atkins and Jamie? <laughs> well, as you Lewis. say, your buddy, Tom Atkins. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was such, you know, for those of you that don't know who are listening, got to meet Tom Atkins and Adrian Barbo. Um, and that was really exciting. Like Tom Atkins is super cool. And that was definitely the highlight of our convention trip was getting yeah. to meet them. Um, especially Tom Atkins it was really cool. So, you know, that just kind of solidified the fog being in, you know, the top of my movie choices there. And that also gets off to a great beginning, you know, where yes. it's, yeah, where they're in, there's like a convenience store and the lights are flicking and things are kind of, starting to yeah, look weird just yeah. going wonky and mm. yeah it's one of those movies where you put it on it's so low and then all of a sudden these yeah. things start happening and they're so loud mm-hmm. um and tim and i will sometimes put on movies to go to bed to mm-hmm. and the fog would be one of those movies <laughs> and <laughs> it's so like calming and you know relaxing the music is nice and then you have this beginning where all of a sudden there's these loud noises <laughs> I was like, can we just turn it down just a little bit for the beginning, <laughs> and then we can turn it back up. But yeah, I love the beginning of the movie. I love. There's some even maybe not. They're not supposed to be funny, but they are funny. Um, like we always laugh at the priest who's like, we can't hide any longer. <laughs> like he's just, you know, it's things so like that that are not supposed to be funny, but they are funny. Um, How Holbrook. yeah. So uh, yeah, I just really like that movie, and it's definitely. One of my top. 
and it has great locations too like there's some amazing shots of where they shot the movie yeah yeah, yeah and that definitely. lighthouse is such a cool picturesque yeah, it's, it, all the, the whole nautical theme of the movie, I, it, yeah. I think I could see why you'd see it as comforting, you know, yeah. even despite the fact that it's a horror movie and you know, <laughs> yeah, certain yeah. things are happening. And I'm assuming you don't think the remake is as comforting. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, I've only seen the remake <laughs> not once, once yeah. and I did not. Uh, I wasn't a fan, yeah. but how can, you, um, how can you beat it? The yeah, original. no, the, the, the original is where it's at. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, All right. So what, so oh, oh, is it my turn? No. Nope. Tim. Tim's turn. Yeah, it got me. <laughs> All right. Number two, I'm going to go with Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Oh, good one. Nice. And yeah, that's a personal favorite that I, I remember freaking me out as a kid. So that's one of those ones that I have a memory of as a kid, probably seeing it on cable and being kind of freaked out and that's probably my number one favorite like creature design. Like I love that the pumpkin head creature in it. Well, and it's then, Stan Winston, right? Yeah. And he directed the movie. I mean, you know, yeah. Stan Winston is directing it. The creature stuff is going to be top notch. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he handed that stuff off, you know, he, he gave it to the, a different department. It wasn't necessarily his, him building that, I believe, but he, uh, yeah. I mean, with him at the helm, you know, it was going to be something really great. And, you know, it's a simple story. You know, it's one of those revenge stories, but it it just is so I think it's so well done. And that's another one. You know, you're saying, Rebecca, that the fog has all the atmosphere. I think Pumpkinhead has an awesome atmosphere as well. It does. And really, yeah, one of those kind of like, you know, rural settings where like these kind of like almost like swamp legends, you know, come to be. And that's kind of what this is, like this kind of horror swamp legend that is just really well done. And I, I, I've always liked it. Oh, what's interesting about Pumpkinhead is the creature does not have a pumpkin for a head. Mm, <laughs> I know. How, how misleading. It, yeah, so I, I feel like people might think that's misleading, but they need to watch the movie and watch it and enjoy it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, expect I, I, pumpkin heads. Just, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> take it, you know, figuratively and you'll be yes. fine. Yeah. I mean, because exactly. Halloween 3 has pumpkin heads. So, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Yeah. If we're getting literal here, then. Yeah. If we're getting literal. We're going right straight to pumpkin. But, but as we were saying before, horror movies don't have to be literal. Right. Yes. They have complete license to not be literal. So that's why we can enjoy them like that. Yeah. And I guess you might as well ask about the sequels. Uh, did you watch or enjoy those? No. Nope. <laughs> no. You didn't watch them or you didn't enjoy them? Uh, so. I've seen parts of like the second one, but uh, beyond that, no. And it, I, I know they don't have a great reputation as being uh, anything compared to the first one. But yeah, uh, just caught like bits and pieces of the second one and was not drawn in, believe it or not. Blood oh. Wings? Is that what it's yeah, called? That's the second one. And the next yeah. one is Pumpkinhead Ashes to Ashes. That's right. Uh, good. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and then the other one is Pumpkinhead Blood Feud. So it's like. The Hatfields and McCoys versus the pumpkin heads. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so it's versus the pumpkin heads. It's well, sweet. so the Hatfields and the McPumpkin heads. Yeah, yeah, the Hatfields yeah. and the pumpkin heads. Yeah. yeah. It also um, features the one performance by Joel Hoffman where I don't want to see him killed immediately. <laughs> he is, speaking of Slumber Party Massacre too, right. a nightmare. Just a nightmare in those yeah. movies. And he, yeah. he's, he's manageable in this movie, but still... Yeah, still not a great character, but at least you don't want to murder him right away. Um, I don't know if this exists or not, but there should be like a DVD set. It probably is what it would be. Well, of the of the sequels, it'd be like Pumpkinheads two through four. And you can just buy it. You know what right. I mean? Right. Well, um, I guess yeah. When 
I see the name Lance Hendrickson on something, I usually I'm drawn to it. So yeah. Like, well, sure. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Like, okay, Pumpkinhead 4. Okay. Yep. Oh, Lance <laughs> Hendrickson's in Pumpkinhead 4. He sure is. Oh. He was one <laughs> of pump- them, actually. Yeah. The first convention that we, first horror convention that Rebecca and I had gone to, he was there. Lance Hendrickson oh, was there. Wow. And like, I just was one of those ones where you're just walking, I look to the right, and there he's just sitting at a table. I'm like, oh my God, that's just Lance <laughs> Hendrickson sitting there. I, I know. It's it's just a weird feeling. Yeah, he <laughs> did shoot that, that movie in Connecticut. Yeah. Of course, I didn't know it was happening at the time, but he did well, shoot a movie here. No, it was the oh, you mean, movie. Oh, the Steven Pistol Seagal Whip? movie. Yeah, is yes. it called Pistol Whip? Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> if only we had known, we maybe could have, I don't know, wormed our way in. But yeah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not missing <laughs> much. Uh, no, you're, you're, no, you're much really, I would say it. avoid it, actually. Yeah. But um, he, was, uh, he was in Connecticut at one time, um, you know, shooting that not very good movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I think he's done that a lot. Yeah. Well, he's one of these actors that likes to work, you know, yeah. and he's no, in lots of things about, and some, but... you know, some good, some not so good, but you know, he's a working actor. You, If you're an Maybe. actor, I don't know if, can you even afford to turn down jobs? I mean, I think you have to take what you're offered. If I saw one time, I would just drop all my hard target copies. Because <laughs> you'd be holding numerous hard target copies. Yeah. You'd drop them in a comical and slapstick manner. Yeah, he's like, whoa. <laughs> um, Ty. No, I guess that's a good segue into my silly uh, uh, number two um, choice, which is <laughs> Hellraiser Bloodline. Mm. Oh, that was a bloodline. Okay. <laughs> now, which one is that? Remind That's us all. That's the fourth one. Because fourth, I yeah. think Mr. Pinhead will be dropping by here. So. Is that where Evil Goes Online? No, Evil Goes Online is Hellraiser Hellworld with Lance Hendrickson. Right, right. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Hellraiser Bloodline where he, it's Hellraiser in space. Oh, oh like, perfect. <laughs> yep. You, you got to go to space at some time. You, you know. do. Everyone's going to make enough space. sequels. They really you should just Leprechaun. call him in space, whatever yeah. the movie is. Like, don't yeah. stop with the Jason Hex, stop with the Hellraiser. Yeah. Just this this franchise in space. That's it. That's yeah. all they're gonna. I, I do I do like the titles. honesty of that. Like, I believe yeah. it was called Leprechaun in space. Right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun in space. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they got it. They they figured out yeah. the title thing. And I believe Emmanuel also went to space. Oh, she sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. The Leprechaun. Leprechaun gets around. I mean, he got from yeah. space back to the hood. Yeah. It's just like, that's oh, good. so I mean, wait, so hold on. So it was the hood, space, back to the hood. No, it's after space, space. And then, no, it's space and then hood. Oh, the, okay. I won't do the whole sequel trajectory, but <laughs> it was. I think he went to Las Vegas in the third one. And then oh. he went to space. Then he went to the hood. And then he went back to the hood. So, so now like, they just basically place <laughs> Leprechaun wherever they yeah. want him to be. Um, so and that's the whole new episode where we do yeah. we go through the chronology of the Leprechaun <laughs> series. <That's laughs> this episode. is two hours of a show all to itself. <laughs> the, how he got on space and how he got back home. Right. And it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even more powerful than Apollo 13, you know? Like, <laughs> you see, like, the, the crowds and you see, like, the, the ground control going, yay, Leprechaun's back! <laughs> well, it's like Capricorn 1. It's like a, a movie about space. I think it's O.J. Simpson. Yeah. This would be Leprechaun 1. Where he's on his oh, own, okay. kind of, yeah. <laughs> nice. But the thing about Hellraiser Bloodline that's so interesting is that when you watch the movie, there's something completely wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think, Ty, we both like movies like that, where there's something yeah, amiss, something wrong. Yeah. Well, it's, it has Adam Scott at his absolute best. Right. Um, And he plays, like, some, like, French... Have you ever, have you he's like a what? count or something? Like a French count, Adam Scott, from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. And he plays a French count. And it was one of his first movies. 
I guess he said he like someone asked him that. I was like, yeah, I was like, so excited to be on this movie, and then they spelled my name wrong on the on, on the chair. How do you spell Adam Scott? <laughs> I'm thinking that too. Well, yeah. did they drop a T? Or well, yeah, no, is like, he 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 has two T's at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can look that up because it's a really funny story. <laughs> but you said he didn't like have a good experience with the movie or something like that or no, was I that think the he only liked thing? being on it it's just uh let me see if i can find it really quickly but i mean when <laughs> this the how hellraiser or mr pinhead goes mm-hmm. to space it's just um <laughs> well, and, and dracula and dracula 3000 oh here it is oh yeah i believe dracula might have gone to space Yes. So he says that uh, they bring he goes to his chair and it says with pizza duct tape on it says Adam Craig. So it's like, <laughs> well, OK, that that is a pretty big difference. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a definite misspelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a little beyond a misspelling. way off from yeah. Scott. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I can see why you picked that, I think, Ty. And, I think um, so. <laughs> well, I just had to bring out Pinhead. You know, oh, sure. Well, that's true. He, this is the first time anyone's actually mentioned Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Um um but um you know i believe was it was the third one where he, he went to a rave yes he did yeah <laughs> and um people got killed by cd you know where they oh, no. he flinged like sort of like very high-powered cds into their heads oh, that's how I I, yeah. About, yeah. yeah 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 that's how i want to go oh for sure <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Not, not as a, a big cd collector i mean i would be very fitting <laughs> imagine being the actor on that movie and reading that like how do i die Oh God! That's how I die. <laughs> CD. Um, it, it, that's actually not the only movie that I can think of that features death by CD. Mm. Um, I mean, I come in peace. I come in peace features CD deaths, and th- uh, should, I, should I say the other one? Why uh, spoiler? Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's just say it's a movie <laughs> with Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and there might be a death by CD. Um, well, in case we're, you're, we're all yeah. intrigued now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the movie, all well, the movie is called To the Limit. Okay, it's, fine. It's, it's called oh, To the Limit. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a semi sequel to the movie called Skyscraper. So it's Die Hard and a Skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of Bruce Willis, it's Anna Nicole Smith. Nicole. Yeah. Oh, well, that's better. More famous. Yeah, it's, it's always it's way better. better. Oh, it's a way better movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was between the two of them for the Die Hard lead, and then <laughs> yeah. Bruce yep. Willis got it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I they were looking for that. a very specific type. Uh, this, whoever, <laughs> you, you know, you want to <laughs> fight bad guys in a building, whatever. You know. Okay. Are we still talking about, about Hellraiser? No, no, Pinhead? Well, um, no, no. Just, uh, mm. I guess you go to the next one. What's your choice, Brad? Oh. Oh, oh, okay. So I'm picking a movie that it's not really one of my favorite movies, but it is sort of tied to a memory. So, which is Nightbreed. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so Nightbreed has its problems, you know. I'm not going to sugarcoat <laughs> it, but I, I, but I do remember kind of towards the beginning of when I started watching horror movies, and I and I rented Nightbreed at Best mm-hmm. Video, and I remember I think it might have, it was definitely around the time I saw Evil Dead One, and I might have, and I was going to pick Evil Dead, but I thought that was just, not that it was too obvious because it's great, but I thought <laughs> well maybe I'll pick Nightbreed. Well, way and, to ruin my my number one. <laughs> oh. <that's hard. laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Evil Dead 2 already joking. came up, so I thought I was safe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it was be- probably between the two of them, and obviously I rented both of them eventually. But So I watched uh, Nightbreed, and 
just because I have a tie to that memory, I believe I was in middle school at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think Me I was too. worried. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and that, so you can relate to this. And I think I was worried about certain things going on in middle school, like grades or a report card or something. And I remember, and I was like worried about that. And I'm watching Nightbreed. Also anything with, you know, David Cronenberg's in it, you know, as an actor. And so I want to have something on my list that I thought he did was, a good job, by the way, was, was Cronenberg related. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I could have picked almost any Cronenberg movie for a spot on this list because I love his movie so much. But I've picked this one because it has Cronenberg, but also has a bit of a nostalgic tie. So that's mm-hmm. why I picked Nightbreed. Well, I don't say that Cronenberg is also on Jason X. He is. <laughs> yep. More in space. More in space. Going back to space. No, Ty, Cron- you have... Cronenberg didn't go to space. <laughs> no, I wish he did. <laughs> that would be something. There's a Shout Factory Blu-ray Ty, mm-hmm. is it there's a three disc version and it's it's like way out of print and costs oh, hundreds of dollars yeah the one What's i have the story still, with that well all i know is it's as i don't know i think it's like the soundtrack also and the one i have still the director's cut with like 40 minutes of new footage so, so and it's worth watching but there's still you know missteps here and there <laughs> but it's but it's longer and like fills in some of the gaps in the I, movie i think yeah it does yeah because there's like studio meddling and they wanted to cut the movie is that right oh yeah it's cut down to the to the bone in the original one this is like a whole new it's like a it's like a whole new movie in a way yeah i should watch that soon because i haven't seen that full nightbreed version like the cabal cut i was gonna yeah. say i know there's a cabal yeah. cut there's a uh-huh. different, couple different cuts of that one that yeah that that might be one of the reasons i don't know is that on all the the releases like the blu-rays that so. came out i think I it is i think the third disc like the crazy rare one i think it has i, I believe it's a work print yeah another mm-hmm. work print yeah, but I think the standard version does have that full, that cabal cut. I, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's my choice. Good one. Oh, yeah. Gone back to Ainsley. Well, I mean, I'm going with the obvious. It's the <laughs> Evil Dead. For sorry, me. I so didn't sorry. mean to step on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I actually agree. So, you know, I feel okay about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is like, I feel like a lot of people like that film, but. Um, yeah, that's that's my favorite one. And I know I think Rebecca prefers the second one to the first, but I, I and I think a lot of people do. But for whatever reason, I prefer the first film to the second just because it's much more like serious. And I, I think mm-hmm. it's more true horror where it gets kind of silly and fun in the second one. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just a big fan of that one. That's kind of another thing, too, where it's a comfort movie for me where I could just watch that at any point. Um, and it kind of fits into what you were saying before. I mean, I don't know if you'd call it home invasion, but it's a bunch yeah. of people in a small home that are. Yes. Fighting. So, I mean, it kind of fits into your wheelhouse. Yeah, it does. Um, and just recently I saw the remake. Like, I know. It's oh, I like it. I, it's well That's done. Very yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remake. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, a good one. Um, well, should we? <laughs> yeah, we, I, we covered a lot of Evil Dead related stuff, so we could move on if people. Yeah, go, totally. Go ahead. Uh, we could probably talk about Evil Dead for another hour if we yeah, wanted we to. Could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we all like the show Ash vs. Evil uh, Dead? Or I the, do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, but we, that goes way into the slapstick a lot of the it time. It does. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just for me personally, like I watched the first two seasons, and I, I, to me, my thought was 
enough already. Like I was kind of like, <laughs> like it was, it was, I was kind of finished. I mean, I get it and I enjoyed it, but I was like, I didn't really want to follow it into a third season. Just me mm-hmm. personally, not to say I won't in the future, but at the time, it's like, nah, I think that's enough for me. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know how the rest of you feel. Are we excited uh, for the next movie? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I am. Yeah. I, I hope they get some of the, well, they're going to get Jane Levy back. I hope, mm-hmm. you know, so, okay, good. They are. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I'm oh. that's the thing. I, I'm curious about that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would make sense if they did an Evil Dead remake. It would only make sense if they did what? Would it be an Evil Dead 2 remake? Evil Dead 2. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. I feel like I don't know very much about that film coming out. So I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, because there's definitely different directions they could take it. Right. They could go in the more jokey direction or not. That would be interesting if they didn't. Yes. Um, because that director, that Fid Alvarez, if I'm saying that uh, correctly, uh-huh. who works apparently has a big tie in with Sam Raimi because, you know, Sam Raimi has his ghost house pictures, I believe it's called. Uh-huh. And he directed that other movie, which I just recently watched, Don't Breathe. And, oh, yeah. Yep. And so that's a very serious minded movie with really no humor. Um, so I'd be very surprised if this director Alvarez suddenly did a funny version. It just doesn't seem like something he would do if he's on no. board to direct this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I know it's not set. I think it's set in like a city. This one. I feel like yes. I read uh-huh. that like in, in like a high rise or something. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. so they're going yep. predator two on, on mm-hmm. the, uh, yes. yep. Taken it to the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also a very underrated predator movie three. in my opinion. Love predator two. It's great. Predator I two think. is really good. It is good. Um, okay. Um, Rebecca's turn. Yep. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I the ones you didn't choose. I think, I, all right. When we're done, well, I, I want you to read all the stuff that you didn't get a chance oh to read. Oh my gosh, yeah. I will not do that. That would take okay. well, I guess it could be like. Just the titles, though. Just the titles. Just the titles, yeah. So. Okay, so we'll say for the last one that I'll list and give a little thing, we'll say Trick or Treat. Ooh, good one. Oh, um, that's great. So, you know, I love Halloween and I think Trick or Treat has a great like spooky atmosphere. And I like the way that the anthology is done, that it's nonlinear. And I think it encapsulates the Halloween spirit really well. And I would love to live in Warren Valley, Ohio, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, as long as I wasn't murdered by Sam. But I feel like I wouldn't be because I follow the rules of Halloween. So, yes. I think I'd be okay, but I would love to live in a town like that. And yeah, I just, uh, I love that movie. I watch it every Halloween. If I feel like being in the Halloweeny spirit, I throw it on. Um, it's just one of those movies that, again, it's a comfort movie. Like I put it on just to watch it, just to feel better if I'm in a bad mood. So yeah, that's one of my favorites. So we're not talking about the one with Ozzy Osbourne. No, we're not talking about no. <laughs> trick or treat. Trick or treat. Uh, okay. okay, just making sure. Because you know, I, can, yep. I can actually make a connection here because the kid from that movie was the same kid that played Skippy on Family Ties. Oh, right? yeah. Uh-huh. Which, ha- which had Michael Gross yep. from Trump. Nah. There you go. Interesting. Nice. And, you know, that's about how heavy metal is evil. And, um, mm-hmm. well, it's not. But all right. well, I, I disagree. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, that could be considered a religious horror movie because Ozzy Osbourne plays like a, a TV, like a preacher and a uh-huh. televangelist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, 
Mm, should we move on? Yeah. Sure. I'm okay. good. You good, Rebecca? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what's your uh, final uh, choice? Numero uno. I'm going to go with the original Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. what a good choice. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, I, I just I'm I love slashers. Obviously, they're fun. You know, I, I was I'm a kid of the 80s, so they're just were part of my upbringing. And for my book, I, this really is probably my favorite. I mean, Halloween is, you know, I was leaving that one off the list. It's probably the best slasher. Yeah. But, you know, this it, for me is like one B. Like, it's just so well done and is also in need of a reappraisal, I think, you know, mm-hmm. for people to really kind of w- look at that because it's. You know, it's not jokey. It's before Halloween, so it wasn't, you know, working off of a template. So if you watch it, like, it really just works by itself without you thinking, like, okay, where are the slasher tropes in this movie? Like, it it doesn't have it. It's actually a really well-done movie. And, you know, Bob Clark, the director there, obviously did Christmas Story, so he can can kind of bounce back and forth between uh, tones. So he he really helped this one. I, I love this movie. And again, then the cast is awesome olivia hussey and margot kidder and john saxon obviously so yeah i love the first black christmas and and it's not without humor like there are some humorous moments in the oh movie. yeah yeah we um, yeah margot kidder's yes. role in it is awesome and then the um the house mom yes yes just so many great bits and, and a lot of you know even quotable bits from that even you know the the parts that are supposed to be funny you know, Margot Kidder doing the, you know, the fellatio bit yes. in the, the, the police stations is one of the one of my favorites. Well, I think this could also be considered to be like a comfort movie because it's mm-hmm. it's very like, yep. you know, like with the, I think about it and I think of like a roaring fire and just very like warm <laughs> earth tones. to the Yeah. Movie. Yep. 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 Kind of chill. Well, it, and it's perfect for that because it gives you this like one location movie and it's like kind of warm and it's Christmas and it's nice. But. You also don't realize that as it's going on that like they're it's literally the house that's they're going to die in this house. Like you got right. this nice warm feeling, but that's actually lulling you into this comfort that's going to get you killed. Right. And this also has a great Blu-ray release from Shout Factory. I don't yep. know if you guys have that, but it, yep. there's a lot of great stuff on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there. It's a really good, really good one. And it, this is one that I can I, I obviously save it for Christmas time, but it's just. I, I kind of hate that it's a Christmas movie because I want to watch it more because it just works so well as a slasher. But hey, I, Christmas I do in July. Yeah, 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 yeah Christmas <laughs> in July. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, no, I, I completely agree. I'm, I, I would imagine everyone here is in total agreement. Yeah, with that. absolutely agreement. Yeah. And then, uh, we'll comment on the remakes. <laughs> oh, God. No, uh, I, need, I need to visit that one again because I... I remember watching it and thinking I don't like this, but I think if I tried to watch it <laughs> as like a like separating it from the original as like yeah. watching it as its own movie, then I might feel a little differently about it. <laughs> you, you know, I found that that technique of looking at a remake as its own thing does mm-hmm. kind of help right. because yeah. you know throughout you know recently as time I've been watching a good amount of these horror remakes and a lot of them do kind of work on their own and some of them are even different enough from the original like prom night is not really like the original prom night it's very different yeah so you kind of look at it as its own thing um same thing with sorority row yes (laughs) it's not like the house on sorority row it's it's different so um but anyway yeah that's i mean the the perfect number one choice really um all right ty i picked uh dario gento's tenebrae oh that's good 
Yeah. Now that's an exactly. interesting thing for when we get to my number one. We'll see. There might be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that it's not Tenebrae, but it's, oh, it's something. not. But it's something. No. Yeah. It's something Dario. Uh, of course, really, Dario adjacent. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. Okay. That almost could be his name. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it could be Dario Gencenzi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I, a long time ago, I just had a very small DVD collection. That was in it because I think. You got an extra copy for Christmas, Brad, if you remember. So I got an extra. Wait, what? Yeah. This was a long time ago. It was 20 years ago. But I was like, you had a copy of this movie and you got it for Christmas by accident. So I was like, all right, I'll I take it. I don't I'll remember take that it. at all. And I watched like, wait, this is a great movie. <laughs> um, and I just had this weird attachment to it over um, the years. This could also be described as a daylight horror movie, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's all. Mm. And it's brilliantly shot, like most of Argento's movies are. And it, it, just the cinematography, it just it sucks you right into the movie. And it's so over the top and just wonderful. And, uh, this, um, the music is great. Do, 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 oh, do, Goblin. Do, do. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome music, as always. Yeah. Goblin doing soundtrack. We've <laughs> uh, got that you, release on the oh, way yeah. coming from Arrow. That's in the mail. Yeah. That, the oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 4K. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're doing a lot of Argentos on 4K. But as we talked about in the last podcast, I don't know. I'm not I on am. a 4K train yet, but yeah. I do uh, appreciate that you're what, getting the 4K. With Blu ray, was that 1K? And then yeah, like, I, I don't know how many Ks. Is <laughs> <laughs> it cut, color, clarity? Yeah. Uh, no, that's rings. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, yeah. those are now just Ks for uh, yeah. <laughs> for four K and six K. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good choice, Ty. Yeah, great pick. Uh, I, okay. I I I struggled to keep an Argento off my list. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's in the honorable mention, so great one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I assume we'll all do honorable mentions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have none, so I'll give you a spoiler. Okay. Well, oh, I didn't no. write any down, but I'll, I'll let it. <laughs> I have a list of bad movies though too. Oh, I, oh yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. definitely get to that. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious oh, yeah. to see what those are. Um, but. Is that all you want to say, or should we go that, to that, mine? That's all I want to say. I just have this nice memory of it, and, and I watched it every couple of years. And uh, just, nice. you know, it's a fun watch. Well, it's an Anchor Bay DVD, right? It is, yeah. So I always, yeah. we'll keep it. Yeah, I yeah. always see it. it make a lot well, of it. I mean, that must be the one that I have if I got had an extra copy, because I think I still have yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, So, obviously, I wanted to include an Argento as probably my favorite if i had to pick a favorite director i mean there's many people i could say but if i absolutely had to pick i'd probably say he's my favorite so i wanted to put an argento on here but going with the theme of things that you saw kind of early on and had an impact i'm the, i'm not actually picking a dario argento movie i'm picking mm-hmm. dario argento's world of horror which mm, was a okay. 1985 documentary with, okay. which which was mainly compiled of clips of the Argento movies up to that time, directed by Michele Soavi, the guy who, mm-hmm. you know, worked with him and directed other great movies like Stage Fright and Cemetery Man. Um, so at Best Video, they had sections for different directors. And they had a Cronenberg section, David Lynch section. They also had a Russ Meyer section. And they also had a Dario Argento section. And I saw the box art for Dario Argento's World of Horror was immediately drawn to it rented it and then from then on i've been a diehard argento fan so really that kind of got me on the argento train so i had to pick it and it was it's a vhs i believe it was a vidmark it was be wrong about that yeah and um 
So it's like, who is this Dario Argento person? What What's going on here? And there's all these great clips. If I was going to pick an Argento movie, I'd probably pick Inferno because that goes along with the surrealistic tone that I mm-hmm. like that it was in all the movies I've mentioned thus far, pretty much. Because, you know, like it's, it's, even in growing up, you know, there'll be a movie or TV show with a dream sequence. And I would always love that. It's like, oh, this is like the best parts of like the dream sequence, because then you can kind of be creative and go crazy and break the reality. Mm. So Dario Argento pretty much achieved the impossible, which is to make a feature length dream sequence. So it's a 90 minute dream sequence called Inferno. So that's probably why it's my favorite uh, Argento movie. Um, and if we were just going strictly by that, I would have picked that. But going with the nostalgic theme of this podcast, I went with, for um, Dario Argento's World of Horror. I'll have to watch that. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, certainly from today's perspective, it is. It's sort of yeah. like collating everything he'd done to that point. I think there's interviews and a lot of clips. I like it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't believe it. We did all of our lists. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But I believe Ainsley has a special list. Yes. Of and and Rebecca. Oh, oh, you have a bad list too. No, oh, no. no. I mean, a... I do have a couple of movies that I listed as bad, but I'm not going to say them because okay. you know <laughs> maybe somebody out there likes them, and I you, know. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> <them. Yeah. laughs> I understand. I get that. You know, most people don't like Bloodline. You know, so it's just one well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just good. I just wrote some down, but like I can just read them and not talk about them. Like just oh. be very like mysterious about why I don't like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just curious to hear what they are. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's funny because I have, you know, two Raimi films that are my favorite, but then uh, I have another one that is on my least favorite and that's Drag Me to Hell. Don't like that one at all. Um <laughs> <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. Everybody likes uh-huh. that. I do not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you? <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Freddy's Dead. Terrible. <laughs> um, Thinner. That's just a random one. Don't like that movie at all. Um, and one that makes people mad. The original It. Really don't like that movie. Mm-hmm. That t- made for TV movie. I just think it's I, I saw it as an adult. So I think mm. it's silly. I don't care for it. Well, luckily, I haven't seen a lot of those. So I think I feel like I'm missing some stuff that I'm glad I'm missing. (laughs) I'm kind of there's a couple of those are kind of controversial. So, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's my list. Part two, the controversial. uh, (laughs) That is. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting list. Yeah, I just what are the ones you wanted to say but didn't say? Okay, so we'll we'll say some of the main ones. So. (laughs) Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Good one. That that was one that I'm like, ah, you know, that's definitely up there. And, you know, I also met Tom Matthews, which he was awesome. Huh. And so, you know, that's up there. Um, I had a couple Stuart Gordon flicks, so obviously Reanimator. Mm-hmm. And then also Dolls. Oh, Dolls. Um, I have not seen that one. Mm. I like that flick. It's a good one. The Dolls are kind of creepy. It's all stop motion, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and... The little girl's really adorable. The witchy couple is kind of friendly enough that I would stay at their place because I think I'm pretty childlike. So I don't know. I think it'd be fine. <laughs> I get that mixed up with Dolly Dearest. So do I. And I haven't seen yeah. either. You should totally Very see Dolls cover. if you haven't seen it. Yeah, um, really Cabin good. in the Woods, Ainsley. <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> Podcast fights. 
<laughs> like actually just watched it yesterday. Oh. Um, so yeah, we just popped it in yesterday. Yep, like that one. I had put the birds down. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. Um, uh-huh. When I was a kid, there was the Alfred Hitchcock attraction at Universal yes. Studios, uh-huh. and that was like my favorite at Universal. And um, I didn't want to put Psycho down because I felt like that was an obvious one, but the birds was also one that they they showed like a kind of mishmash of Alfred Hitchcock movies, but they showed the birds, like a snippet of the birds at the end. And then the birds would turn into Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, cool. And oh. I always remember hmm. that. And then I saw the bird, the birds was probably one of the first horror movies I ever saw. So I always kind of have a soft spot for that movie. Um, and then, you know, the list also include frailty and black Christmas. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, which, yeah. is, you know, yep. like that one. Um, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, oh. Zombieland, <laughs> Sleepaway <laughs> Camp, um, The Craft, Night of the Comet, Night of the Creeps, Creature oh. from the Black Lagoon, The Witch, Fall <laughs> Break, or The Mutilator. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's got to be on there. So, the Hellraiser... So I had a I had a whole list. I was like, oh my god, those are, how those am are, I supposed are, to narrow this down? I, well, that's what that's <laughs> what I was thinking too. I, I was I had a list very similar to that, kind of rolling around in my mind before I came up with the ones I came up with. But I'm glad you mentioned an older movie like The Birds or Psycho because I was going to mention The Innocence. Did you ever see that mm. movie from 1961? I, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. It's yeah. excellent. I was actually going to make that my number one. Okay. But, um, Interesting. With Deborah Carr. And uh-huh. it's based on the turn of the screw. Yep. What a movie. What a movie. It is fantastic. So that would be an honorable mention that I would say. Nice. Um, um, but in the 80s horror vein, I would mention uh, Mausoleum or Mortuary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, I believe Bill Paxton is in Mortuary. Mortuary. Yep. 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 Of all so, my honorable mentions are just Hellraiser sequels. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Hellraiser Dead or Hellraiser Hellworld. You know. like, <laughs> are you sure you don't mean dishonorable mention? No. <laughs> no. Um, but what's the one that's like really, really, really oh, bad and everyone hates? Elevations. I haven't seen that because there's no Doug Bradley. No, yeah, he's not in it. So yes. they made a Hellraiser movie without Doug Bradley. Yeah, and the picture is like, this is not Doug. <laughs> I've actually seen it, and oh, I, so I think I turned it off because I was like, "This isn't good." Yeah, <laughs> didn't is, is that does that take place like in one room? Oh gosh, it's been a quite a while since I've seen it. It maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like some guy has some pins on his face, and there's yeah. and they're it's falling like, off, and they're uh, falling off. Yeah. <laughs> um, killer party. Um, killer party. Uh, Phantom of yep. the Mall. Eric's Revenge. Oh, That's a yeah. great one. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, so what are some other ones I um, you almost said? Yeah, I mean, those are ones I was thinking about saying. Uh, society. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's such a wacky one. Uh, it is. I mean, the <laughs> ending of that is unlike really any of them. <laughs> um, that's it. Brain Damage was one I was going to bring up. Oh, Brain yeah, Damage. Yeah. I love Brain, brain damage. damage. Me too. And, yeah. Good you know, one. Basket yeah, Case. Yeah, Basket Case. Yeah. And while we were talking about Stuart Gordon from Beyond, I love that oh, one, yeah. too. Yeah, yep. that's a good one. Um, I had pieces and oh uh, pieces. That pieces one, is I, good. I yeah. had pieces on my original yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. Next of kin was another one. Yeah, that I had another good one. No, no next of kin. Oh, not not the one burn. with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, no, not no, the Patrick Swayze one. Yeah, not also the, good. <laughs> also, that's Ben Stiller's best work. 
<laughs> um, Eyes of a Stranger, Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, you seen I that? Know. I don't know if oh. I have seen that one. Oh, you should. Um, it's from 1981. It's it's kind of more in the suspense thriller vein, but uh-huh. it, it definitely has some slasher esque elements. Um, and I would definitely recommend that. Nice. Uh-uh. Let's see. I don't know. So yeah. I mean, I didn't mention Paul Nashy at all. I'm a big Paul mm-hmm. Nashy fan. Um, almost any Paul Nashy. Uh, Panic Beats, maybe. Um, I don't know. I didn't mention any. I didn't mention any Jess Franco. Any too much European stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Except unless you want to count Argento. Oh, I didn't mention any Lucio Fulci. I mean, I could have said. Oh yeah, uh, I should have done, should have done Fulci. Or The Beyond, which is probably his most surrealistic movie, which is the you know the one I mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, Jeez, there's so many. There's I was so going to say do this again. You know? <laughs> instead of I saw the devil, I was going to say Cure as well. I really love that one as well. Which which one is that one, Tim? Cure. Uh huh. Japanese uh, movie. I think it's from like 1997. Oh, um, okay. It's like a yeah, that one is kind of a supernatural kind of serial serial killer and like a like seven. It really kind of plays out like seven. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, it's a really good one. Uh, yeah, it's called Cure. Really, really good movie. Oh. Nice. Mm, I'm, try- I'm trying to remember if I've seen that. Mm. Can't I, remember. Yeah, I think yeah. I have. I don't remember. it. Um, As of this recording, tomorrow is when the Criterion Collection announces their new ones. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the rumor is that they're going to announce Cure okay. as their, one of their October releases. So hoping that's reality. And then we'll all be able to watch it. Nice. Are you, you, you going to pre-order it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Uninvited or The Uncanny. Uh, both killer cat movies <laughs> um, or strays right oh strays yeah that's yeah. another killer cat with don't a, look now was one of field. oh don't look now well yeah well, oh yeah i thought you said don't look don't look meow i was like is that another killer cat movie <laughs> okay well one. uh i don't think we can end the podcast on a better note than that oh, so. yeah. <laughs> that's um uh so thank you guys Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for you. having us. Yeah, that's fun. For, yeah. <laughs> for being here and for putting the time into yeah. making these list. lists. I, I was tough list, but I'm happy it all worked out. So yeah. we'll have to do yeah. this again. If you definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll come up with something to talk about. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll cook up something. Like, well, just, you know what you know we could do? It, it, you know how yeah. we do those no subject episodes with Matt? Mm-hmm. Maybe we could just do like a no subject thing where we just talk, just talk, <laughs> which is horror. almost what we did today. Just, yeah, like, yeah, like, just like a general conversation. Just about anything and anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Come up with a couple like basic topics and okay. we can loosely work around them. Sure. We could probably set that up soon. I'll think it's, yeah, well, yeah, okay, maybe somewhere the next this month year. or so. Yeah. Uh, this year. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a way to get you guys on our show too. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. tell you know, me. And, yeah, and tell me. I'm, I'm, I live on Instagram, so just <laughs> yeah, talk to Ty. He's the okay. one. Yeah, so. But yeah, yeah come up with because I know you guys. You know, you'll talk about a certain movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we'll just we'll come, come up, up with something. I'll come up with a. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, talk sure. about a way sounds, to do that because we need to get you guys on. Yeah. Sure, that sounds great. And then yeah, I guess that's a good segue into any plugs you want to say. Talk about so, one dark fright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we just put our uh, most recent episode up uh, on the on July 15th of this past Friday. That was part one of Sleepaway Camp. And we are going to be releasing part two here at the end of the month. So that should be July uh, 30th, 31st. We're looking to get that one out. That'll be the second part in the finale. Um, and then what do we have coming up after that, guys? What's the next movie? Oh, Tourist Trap. Oh, yeah. yeah Tourist Trap. A movie that didn't come up so far yeah. today. No. 
Yep. So that'll be coming out for for August. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're one dark fright, and we're pretty much findable everywhere. Yeah. Great. That's great. And, uh, That's great. And I guess what well, the plugs for us? Well, I guess yeah. Uh, come up into reviews dot net and yeah. work come up into reviews and I'm everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I'm putting less and less effort into this. Yeah. That one. Right. The least amount of effort ever for, this, for, for the plugs. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, Tyre, yeah. go ahead. No, just uh, Tie Action Rocks Instagram is where I post the VHS tapes. So, you know, Chinese Connections is what I posted today, Bruce Lee. The great one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think, and then some other silly stuff I'll be posting. Well, no, more mainstream because I'm running out of tapes uh, to post. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, already, when, what's... you see Batman Forever coming soon. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it means you're running low. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I remember having the toy, but anyway, well, we'll go back to that another day. So, well, just like, <laughs> well thank you guys again. Thank you. Thanks again. Yeah, thank so you much. for having us. Oh, you're very welcome. Happy. Yeah, this was a lot yeah, of fun, and we'll do it fun. again. And and to the listeners, bye bye. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm assuming the Tremors 1 is the legend begins. <laughs> no, well, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. 